Hello, this is Daniel Gregory, and welcome to this episode of the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I am your host, and this is our 292nd episode of the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen, either for curiosity and interest or just because you need to be distracted from whatever's going on in your world. No matter the reason, I'm just glad you're here. Hope everyone in your family, friends, circle, community are all safe and sound and taking care of each other. It's going to be a long haul this fall, so make sure you're checking out on everybody. I wanted to talk this week about something, and this ha this has happened to me. Not like some of the other things I tell you that are not true. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this one actually has happened to me, and I hear this a lot from people as well. And it's a phrase that is just grates on me now. It just really bothers me when I hear this phrase. And and I and it's one of those phrases that you hear not just in photography. And actually, the first time I was told this or heard this, it had nothing to do with photography at all. And that phrase is, "It's not personal." In the case of the first time I heard it, it was during a round of layoffs from a company. I was at a company and they were doing a pretty big significant round of layoffs. It was a tech company and the tech bubble burst. So it was an attempt to save the company. So they were laying a bunch of people off. And the phrase was, it's not personal. It's just business. And at the time that bothered me because to the person who's having the impact, the person who's getting told it's not personal, it is personal. It is anything but not personal. You know, the livelihood, things are being lost, decisions are being made. And while from a business standpoint, I understand you're trying to save a company, you're trying to like make sure it stays in business. It is a business decision. And yes, maybe you didn't go through as the business and actually as a person who's laid people off in companies as well, but you didn't go through and decide, well, I like this person and I don't like this person. Or there's some rationalization you're trying to make about it's just a decision that we wouldn't have made if we didn't have to. But the benefit of that statement, it's not personal, is to make the person doing the letting go or doing the firing or making the decision that is not popular feel better about themselves. When you really boil that statement down, it's not personal, but, or it's not personal and, it's saying that it's not personal to me. As the person who's doing the act, it's not personal to me that I'm letting you go, or it's not personal to me that I don't like the cake you brought, or the person you are. It's not personal. Well, it is, and this is the thing that shifted for me in the photography. And this is why I think this phrase, not just in business, grates on me, because of the lack of empathy that the statement sometimes provides, is that in photography, I hear this a lot on two different fronts. I'll hear people use this as, it's not personal, I just don't like artwork. Or it's not personal, you just didn't do what you needed to do within the work in a way that I think you should have done it. So it's not personal that I'm giving you the hard feedback. It's my personal feedback that I'm giving you. And while it may be hard, challenging, difficult, incorrect, rude, boisterous, misogynistic, sexist, stupid, it's not personal that I'm saying it. It's not personal that it's out there. It's just the way you take it shouldn't be personal. Now that's asinine. That is absolutely just stupid on so many levels. Because when we talk about things that matter to us, it should be personal. It should be personal to both of us. Just like having a job and losing a job is, it's personal that I'm having to let somebody go and that's hard for me. And it's personal for you because you're the person who's being let go. To say that it's not personal to one of us, crazy. In 
the judgment and looking at artwork and then looking at the creative act and the things that people create, to me, it's a horrific statement. It's a terrible statement because what it's saying is that my personal matters more than your personal. So as the person looking at the work, what I think about your work matters more than what you think about your work. And if we flip that around and you're looking at your own work, your own art, your own thing you created, and you put that on the wall and you said to yourself, ah, it's not personal. I'm just really not feeling it. Okay, now that statement starts to carry some gravity and some importance and some relevance. And actually something can come out of that. Because now when we look at that artwork as ourselves and we say, it's not personal, I'm not getting it. What we're saying to our own psychology, our own sphere of being, is that we don't understand the thing we just created. I'm not getting my own creation. I'm not getting my own work. Meaning, I haven't put in the work to understand, or I have created something I don't fully process, or I've created something that I know just really isn't who I am. It's not me. It's something else. So it's not personal from yourself, one thing. But when we go back to another person, if I said to you, it's not personal, you just don't understand anything about how photography works. It's not personal, but you clearly have no concept of composition. Or it's not personal, it's just you're just not really cohesively aligned between your statement and the work you're creating. Your concept is weird. It's just, it's just not there. That is an opinion that I would have about your work that I would give. And the reason I would say it's not personal is I want to buffer your reaction from that so that I can back up and be like, whoa, 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 I told you it's not personal. This isn't about you. It's about the work. But it's always about you if the work is meaningful. So I like to push back on people when somebody says in a review of work, it's not personal. And I like to say to them, then why are we even looking at the work? Or if they're giving me the feedback and they say, it's not personal, I say, then cool, don't say it. Because I'm not here for you to give me some societal statement, some arbitrary random idea. I'm here to get personal feedback. And what I'm trying to do is put some ownership on that person who says it's not personal to account for the stand and position they're taking for the work and to own that. It's a relationship when we look at art. It's a relationship between me and the art. It's between the artist and the art. So to create that, to look at that, we want to make sure that it is personal. And we want to make sure that that person who is giving that feedback owns the feedback and has thought about the impact of the feedback. We don't want to give them a way to skate out of that language, to skate out of that dialogue. Because if we say, if we allow them to say it's not personal, not that the work isn't personal, but the feedback isn't personal, we shouldn't take it personally. What that means is they've done a lazy job of thinking about it, or they have critical feedback, which we want. That's how in some cases we improve. But they haven't taken the time to find a way to make sure that it's going to be listened to. So they've fallen back on lazy language. They're going to fall back into saying something that they know is going to be upsetting and is going to be difficult, but have chosen rather than finding a way to make sure that the dialogue can be heard and a conversation can continue, they're giving themselves an out so they can just walk away and not feel bad about it. Because again, it wasn't personal. As 
photographers in a community of people and videographers and writers and poets and people who are putting themselves out there in an attempt to share something that they see unique in the world. I think part of what we can do is we can start to hold accountability when we hear others say that. And the easiest place to start is when somebody says it not about your work. When you hear somebody say it's not personal and they're talking about something else, you can say, really, why isn't it personal for you? Why doesn't this bother you? And they're like, well, of course it bothers me. I just don't want to be ups- have them upset at me about it. Okay, well, now we're starting to get some real dialogue started. So holding other people accountable is a great place to start. That could build your confidence so that you can say to somebody when they say to you, well, it's not personal, you can say, stop right there then. I don't care about the feedback. Because if it's not personal, why are you giving it? At that point, they're going to have to shift because what they're going to say is, well, I didn't mean that. What I meant is it's not feedback you're going to want to hear. And you're like, oh, well, I do want to hear feedback if it helps me grow as a creative and as an individual. I just want it couched in a way that actually has some level of empathy and understanding rather than something just random out of your mouth that's rude. It gives a chance to move a conversation forward. And I think for me, at the core, it goes back to that first time I was ever told that, that it's not personal. Because again, it was personal to me. And I know why it was said was it was to help lift the burden of the difficult news from the person delivering it. It was an attempt to make them feel better. And they were probably coached in that language. They probably were told that at one point in their career. But again, bad habits continue because we allow bad habits to continue. So I think if we can all start to recognize and realize that there are empathetic and powerful ways to communicate good and difficult things about life, but in this case around photography, that we can be heard as the person giving the feedback, and we can listen better as the person getting the feedback if we're not stuck into this conversation of trigger words and keywords that upset us because that have nothing to do with the feedback. You know, it's not personal. I don't like your artwork. Okay, well, you could say, instead of that, you could say something like, well, I just don't respond to black and white landscape work very well because over my life, it's just one of those things I haven't gravitated towards. But when I look at your work, here's what I see. Cool. I have context. I have understanding. You know, it's not personal if you're willing to share why it's not personal to you. And don't start with it's not personal. Give me the reason and the rationale. And I think you'll find if you're willing to do that with your own work and your friends and the people you critique, you'll end up in a much better position. So again, remember, it's, it's Subtle language, little ways we think and talk about art and creativity matter. Now think about how you give feedback then. So maybe it's not that phrase, but maybe you have a different trigger phrase. Maybe there's something inside you that just ticks and clicks you in a weird way. Think about that and respond to that. What is it about that? And make sure you're communicating that language that needs to be communicated differently with you. You know, whatever that phrase is. I hope you have a stress-free as possible week. I hope you get to go outside Put your feet on the ground, get reconnected back into the ground and the environment and the earth. I know it's a stressful time, but sometimes just sticking your feet on the ground, whether it's pouring rain like it is up here in the Pacific Northwest, or if it's warm and sunny where you ever are, sometimes just your feet on the ground help help you reconnect to something bigger and grander than all of us. That's the planet we live on. So take care of yourself. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. Again, I wish you the best week. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time.